Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by the company you depend upon for all of your greatest needs, Heart Life. These stories are true dramatizations from our fair city's glorious history. So listen... And remember, heart life, all the life you'll ever need. The central communications console is the mouthpiece through which we receive the sacred words of our board of directors. All of Heart Life's broadcasts, popularizers, missives, and memos originate from these rooms, penned into life by the most loyal policies of the Data Delivery Division. As most other policies flick off their desk lamps or hang up their overalls for a meal and the allotted 7.5 hours sleep, the console's crew are still awork at press and printer to bring the word of heart life to all. Tonight, however, the Bureau is lit for Cassandra and her team of publicists readying her for launch day. A mere few days away. Cassie, tomorrow you've got the Hope of Heart Life photo shoot, the radio interview with the Heart Life News Network. Josh, take those inkwells off of Jenny's chair immediately. And the first recording for your biography back here at 5 a.m. sharp. Team, any other business to finish up before we go? Number one, I don't know how that ink could have gotten there. Number two, Miss Wilkins, for your appearance tomorrow with the transportation workers, will you be wearing the slag-colored suit? Or the slate? Maybe the granite with your eye color. Hey! Excuse me. Miss Wilkins, you've got gobs of mail from your fans at the 21st Ward Educational Facility. Jenny, really? Would Miss Wilkins rather sort through an entire day's worth of sticky fan mail from kids or plan her spectacular look in her ash suit? Right, Miss Wilkins? Miss Wilkins? Huh? Oh, I'm sorry. We've just been at it for half a day and... What time is it? 6.14. 6.14? Oh, no! But you can't leave yet. This is easily ten hours worth of fan mail. And there's more dig suits in the back for you to try on. Silver, cobble, gunmetal. Please, the ash suit is fine. And mail all of the fans one of the playing card decks. Which one? The gold ones with you in profile with your hair up? The ones with the green border and the slashed suit? Oh, oh, or what about the- Enough! We can figure this out in the morning. Josh and Jenny, why don't you two go do something useful? Like, leave. But we're supposed to close the studio. And also, we're not supposed to leave you alone. With the job of closing the studio. Yep, that. If you're so eager to stick around, go into the back room and calibrate the radio feeds. But we don't know how. Then maybe I'll ask Wynn to come calibrate the feeds himself. Or maybe you can get back there and press some levers and buttons until you figure it out. Which one will it be? Going. Going. I'm so sorry to run out like this, coordinator. I just have a lot of training to do. The big day's coming up. Wait, you're not going to train. Of course I am. I've got my winches, safety manuals, switchboard. Then why are you hiding a bottle of Saul's Finest Cider in your bag? It's a gift! <laughs> uh, for my mother. Your face is turning red. I'm allergic to... Paper! You're from Forms and Files, and you're allergic to paper. 
Saw's Finest Cider, made from 100% real fermented Clodrophora algae. Nice, but not pretentious. Expensive, but it won't put you out of meal credits for more than a couple of days. I'm thinking a date. A first date with... Come over here. We don't need to keep secrets from each other. When you've seen as many lovesick eyes as I have, you get a feeling about these things. I think we might have pulled the surveillance feeds out and crossed them with the tower radio broadcast, and something is definitely on fire. And put it out! It's not a date or anything. It's just dinner. With a friend. The scrawny one. Spidge. You've got a thing for the Beaker and Bunsen type, huh? Please don't tell Wynn. He'll make me sign a million permission slips and send me to the Human Resources main office, where the wait time is four days long. He might even force me off the project. Not a word. To think something like this would slip under Wynn's radar after oh, all. Thank you, Coordinator. Don't thank me. Love is like a petrescible stench that follows you everywhere. Eventually, you get used to it without gagging, and then one day, it's gone forever. And you're utterly alone. Right. Thanks. I mean, um, bye. And Cassie. Yes? Now that you're a figure of corporate responsibility, it would be wise not to make so many trips to the black market. People will start to wonder why your family's so hungry in these times of plenty. That's... Good advice. Don't forget there are eyes and ears everywhere. Coordinator Dalton, could we get a hand? Or a fire extinguisher? Do you need help in there? Oh, go on. We'll talk. And so Cassie descends down elevator, stairway, and back access tunnel. Cider in her bag and heart in her throat. Down, down into the crumbling structures of old tunnel. Let's see. Right turn up here. Left here. Uh, if you hear something that definitely isn't carnivorous mold, pull safety switch, press green button on the back of flashlight. Oh, well, that's helpful. Oh, and here we are. Hello? Andrew? Sorry I'm late. I was stuck in the tower all day, swarmed by engineers fitting for dig. Welcome to the Dr. Montgomery Moore Room Museum and Memorial House. I am your guide for this evening, Andrew Snidge. What is that thing? I built it from some of Dr. Morrow's old books. It's called an Iano, at least I think. Dr. West accidentally set the plans on fire while calibrating his encephalographer. Can I try? Sure. It's beautiful, just like the music of the ancients. You're, you're beautiful. Hmm? You're beneath the vent! Ah! Ah! Ah. Ah. Oh, Piddlepot, sorry about that. I thought I'd tidy up a bit before our honored guests arrived, but these little buggers escaped from the lab before you could say mop up the livers. <laughs> it's nice to see you again, Dr. West. Cassie, marvelous to see you too, of course. Young Andrew hasn't stopped talking about you for days. Uh, I wouldn't say days. Now, my boy, don't be shy. 
Andrew isn't a bit of an invention forever over you. He's made you more breathable dig suits, an ergonomically improved handling system, and weren't you saying over your oatmeal this morning that you'd made quite a few improvements to the pilot seat? Dr. West, I think the dessert might be ready. Really? But I just put it in a few minutes ago. It's definitely ready in the kitchen. It's so ready, it might take a while for you to go get it out of the oven, and maybe you'd better go get a head start. Yeah. Well, all right. Andrew, why don't you take Cassie's coat and show her around? You may want to avoid the anterior lab if you don't want her to get accidentally melted. Melted would be bad. That depends on if you're a toothless predatory amoeba or not. But to each his own. He's very different from what I imagined a corporate scientist would be. Uh, Yeah, he's spontaneous. So... You've been talking about me for days, huh? No, 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 well, uh, well, yes, but only so I could build you a new suit. Oh, please tell me it's not gray. It's green, actually. Uh, You always wear green, so I I thought, uh, uh, anywho, it's way less conductive than the one that got zapped to cinders by the Hope's control panel. I'll, I'll show you later. The main hall is right this way. This is the legendary Dr. Moro's electroscope, and this thing here is the legendary Dr. Moro's visometer, and this here is a legendary Dr. Moro's silverware. You can still see the bloodstains from his last surgeries with them. Andrew? Yes, Mom? Have you seen my first impressions, body? It's in the cupboard next to the spare livers. <sighs> can I have one shelf to myself without sharing it with some monstrosity or another? Don't answer that. What does she mean, body? It's a family joke. So, we use the main hall for dinner, mostly. Dinner and entertaining guests, of course. Not that anyone but Dr. Caligari and Clay really come by. It's very homey for a medical museum. Oh, you've even put up tapestries on the wall. No, don't, don't lift it up. What was that? That's the meat wall. It's made of meat. It's been reaching into the vents lately, so we're trying to distract it with some language books. What did it say? I'm not sure. It ate the textbook, and none of us speak French. I'm sure it was just saying how nice you look in the bioluminescence. Oh, uh, well, thank you. It's so nice to finally meet you. I'm Elizabeth. Oh, Mrs. Snidge! Andrew talks about you so much. Mrs. Snidge, right. I'm sorry, is it Mrs. West? No, no, nope. Elizabeth will be fine. I brought a gift. Saul's finest. I haven't had this since my first date with Donald Darsky back in my street safe training days. Mom, you. Ew, what? My first body wasn't all that bad. Double you. Is everybody sitting? Elizabeth here. Body attached? Family joke. (laughs) We're ready. Cassie, your seat. Dr. West doesn't cook much, but he seemed really eager to make something nice for you. I helped with shaving the wall. Home cooking with a a real stove and, and not a wrapper in sight. That's so sweet of you two. Wait. Did you say shaving the wall? Ladies and gentlemen, living and undead, dinner is about to be served. 
All we need is our last diner. We just press this button here and... <sighs> Hello, charmed to make your acquaintance. Dr. Morrow's been cryogenically preserved. We installed this window so that he could have dinner with us. Does it hurt? It does not hurt now, but the freezing process felt like millions of subatomic needles lancing every cell of my body and fracturing my thoughts into a chaotic nightmare of half-dreams. It was unpleasant. Enough cryo-chat. It's time for the main course. Chef West presents you with... Spaghetti and meatballs! It looks lovely, dear. I like how you've molded them. Well, I thought everyone might be tired of pulled meat wall sandwiches. And I've kept yours extra rare, my dear, just as you like it. There you are, Cassie. I've never had meat before. Thanks. Elizabeth. Thank you. I'm famished. And I won't need the spaghetti. Montgomery. And some meat walls for young Andrew. Would you like me to cut them for you with the laser knife? Yeah. I, I mean, no, no, I've got it. <gasps> <sighs> Isn't this nice? <sighs> it is nice. It feels almost human. So, Cassie, how did you come to be acquainted with Andrew? He's been guiding me through the dig simulations. Wynn appointed him as my personal trainer in the technical aspects of the Hope's launch. And he's been making me some very useful tools in the process. It's no big deal. Uh, just a couple of thermoresistant gloves, static cooling vents, you know. It is a big deal. And we can't forget about the sandwicher in the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's a me and Cassie joke. And what about yourself, Cassie? What's your family like? Any siblings? No. Would you like one? I think the meat wall might be budding soon. Oh, uh, thank you, but... Oh, we already have enough mouths to feed. My mom can really put away some algae steaks. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And then there's your unapproved sister. Yes, my... What? Your unapproved sister? That man you buy your illicit algae from down in the black market is the very same vendor who sells me certain bile's and acids used to maintain the stomach flora of certain animated persons <clears throat> who are certainly not in this room. That's not... Uh, how? Well, to do a bile implant, you first open the patient. Uh, Elizabeth, would you care to demonstrate? Is that the body with the abdominal hatch? Does anyone know? About the hatch? I wouldn't assume so. Elizabeth wears clothes most of the time. Herbert! When she's attached to a body, I mean. You can't wear clothes when you're just a head. Family joke! Who did you tell about Lily? Allison? Uh, Mr. Wynn? No, we, we wouldn't tell anyone. Not to worry, my dear. Andrew asked me to deal with that loose-lipped scoundrel myself. He won't be talking anymore. Or doing much of anything, I suppose. Do you think a head partially fused to a pea plant can speak? Hmm. I need to investigate that. I'm sorry. I just need a moment. But take all the moments you need, my dear. Just mind that you don't let your meat balls escape. Was it the biscuits? To be fair, they look overbaked. Oh, hush you. You didn't even try them. It's because you outed her. You never told me she had an unapproved sister. Oops. I'll go talk to her. Ask her if it was the biscuits. Oh, I should have left the glue out. Cassie? Hey. He knew. And you knew. Why didn't you say anything? I, I didn't think you wanted to talk about it. I don't deserve this. I'm a traitor. You're not. I am. And I'm too much of a coward to turn myself in. 
Hardlife trusted me out of every policy. The actuaries chose me. And I failed before I even stepped foot on the Hope. When everyone finds out, what'll they say? What'll they do to my sister? Sometimes, sometimes it's okay to bend the rules when it's for someone else. Dr. West does it all the time. Dr. West isn't really the paragon of corporate responsibility. Don't say it like that. I'm sorry, Andrew. Don't worry about it. Mom and the doctors won't say anything. And neither will I. I know you won't. I trust you. Can I sit by the tank or will these brains eat me? (laughs) They're just normal brains preserved in an oxygen and nutrient-rich solution. Dr. Caligari stores them here. She says it's nostalgic. For the first time in a long time, I feel relieved. It actually feels sort of good, other people knowing about my family. I feel... peaceful. Really? Most people would be grossed out by raw cerebellum floating around in vats. Uh, I guess not me. You want to touch them? Are you scared? Not when you're here. Oh, if you uh, put your feet here, that's their duramaters. And the spongy part is the brain stem. When you touch it, they get all drowsy. Neat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Wynn gave me a phone for emergencies, but this is a call from Allison. She knows I'm with you for dinner, and all my calls are supposed to be routed through Wynn first. Uh, do you mind if I... Uh, uh, sure. Something about my ash suit and ignition? Oh, uh, Allison's probably worried that your suit will catch on fire like the mannequin did during testing. Oh, not to worry. I I promise the new suit is at least uh, 78% less flammable. (laughs) That's comforting. (laughs) I don't want to go home tonight. You can stay here if you... Oh, it's it's not... I mean, I'm just a little tired of protective custody and, and two interns shoving coffee cups and article clippings in my face. Right. Uh, right. But it would be nice to spend some time with you. Really? Really. Tonight's been great. Sometimes it feels like you're the only one on my side, Andrew. Huh. I think now that you're famous and all, you'd be... In a moment of weakness, the policy known as Cassandra Wilkins is now forever lost. 
A policy can only be allegiant to one cause, and that one cause must always be heart life. This moment of affection will cost her dearly, as it will cost us all. Tune in next time with your appropriately selected partners and approved offspring as the story of our fair city continues. Loyal Policies, we hope you have enjoyed this episode of Our Fair City. (laughs) Folks, this is Vice President Jeffrey Gardner, and I just wanted to take a moment and thank you so much for listening to our show. Uh, We're getting ready to wrap up Season 5 of Our Fair City. We're moving into recording for Season 6. We've got a full summer coming up, full live shows. If you've enjoyed Our Fair City... There are a huge number of ways that you can help support it. Uh, tell your friends about it. Share us on Facebook, on Twitter. You know, yell about the show to <laughs> people you meet on the bus or the people mover. You can also come see our live shows in Minneapolis and in Chicago this summer. And folks, like many nonprofits, we run almost entirely on the generous donations from our listeners. So. If you want to help the show keep going, feel free to visit OurFairCity.com and click on the donate link. Guys, thank you again so much for listening. And as always, we'll see you in the tunnels. Vice President Gardner, signing off. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.